Hello friends, we are back with Luke chapter 13. As always, before we get started, let us go ahead and pray over the word that we will receive today. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for everything that you've done in our lives, for all the blessings that you continuously pour down, Lord. Thank you for another beautiful day with our family and friends. We pray that we are able to make the most of this, Lord, and also exalt your name in everything that we do. We pray for the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to really grasp the word that we are about to receive and put it into work into our own lives. Lord, help us to share this word with whoever needs to hear it, and help us, Lord, to bear the fruits of your Spirit in everything that we do. Holy Spirit, be breathed into us and just guide us in each and every step that we take today. Help us that we may be beacons of light for your love and kindness today, Lord. Give us the patience to withstand any irritations of the day, Lord. Help us to be quick to forgive and slow to anger. Help us to rid our hearts of bitterness and anger, frustration, unforgiveness. Help us, Lord, just to put all of your desires into our hearts and remove the desires of our flesh. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, this first section is called Repent or Perish. Now there were some present at that time who told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. Jesus answered, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered this way? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you too will all perish. Or those eighteen who died when the tower in Siloam fell on them, do you think they were more guilty than all the others living in Jerusalem? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you too will all perish. He then told this parable. A man had a fig tree growing in his vineyard, and he went to look for fruit on it, but didn't find any. So he said to the man who took care of the vineyard, For three years now I've been coming to look for fruit on this fig tree and haven't found any. Cut it down. Why should it use up the soil? Sir, the man replied, Leave it alone for one more year, and I will dig around it and fertilize it. If it bears fruit next year, fine. If not, then cut it down. This next section is called Jesus Heals a Crippled Woman on the Sabbath. On a Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues, and a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Then he put his hands on her, and immediately she straightened up and praised God. Indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, the synagogue leader said to the people, There are six days for work, so come and be healed on those days, not on the Sabbath. Then the Lord answered him, You hypocrites! Doesn't each of you on the Sabbath untie your ox or donkey from the stall and lead it out to give it water? Then should not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, who Satan has kept bound for eighteen long years, be set free on the Sabbath day from what bound her. When he said this, all his opponents were humiliated, but the people were delighted with all the wonderful things he was doing. This next section is called The Parables of the Mustard Seed and the Yeast. Then Jesus asked, What is the kingdom of God like? What shall I compare it to? 
It is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his garden. It grew and became a tree, and the birds perched in its branches. Again he asked, What shall I compare the kingdom of God to? It is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about sixty pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. This next section is called The Narrow Door. Then Jesus went through the towns and villages, teaching as he made his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, are only a few people going to be saved? He said to them, Make every effort to enter through the narrow door, because many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able to. Once the owner of the house gets up and closes the door, you will stand outside knocking and pleading, Sir, open the door for us. But he will answer, I don't know you or where you come from. Then you will say, We ate and drank with you, and you taught in our streets. But he will reply, I don't know you or where you come from. Away from me, all you evildoers. There will be weeping there and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourselves thrown out. People will come from east and west and north and south, and will take their places at the feast in the kingdom of God. Indeed, there are those who are last, who will be first, and the first will be last. All right, last section. This is called Jesus' Sorrow for Jerusalem. At that time, some Pharisees came to Jesus and said to him, Leave this place and go somewhere else. Herod wants to kill you. He replied, Go tell that fox. I will keep on driving out demons and healing people today, and tomorrow, and on the third day, I will reach my goal. In any case, I must press on today, and tomorrow, and the next day, for surely no prophet can die outside Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how often I have longed to gather your children together, as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you were not willing. Look, your house is left to you desolate. I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So that is the end of chapter 13. The first thing I want to go over is the parable that he tells at the beginning of chapter 13 about the man who has a fig tree that is not producing any fruit and the person working on the vineyard says, Just give it one more year. I'll try to fertilize it and we'll see if it doesn't produce fruit within that year i'll cut it down that is to me how jesus came down to earth to cleanse us of our sins and to help us try and repent so that way we could make it to the kingdom of heaven the fruit in this instance that we are meant to bear of course are the fruits of the holy spirit so love joy peace faithfulness, kindness, patience, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. Let's make it a task of ours to see how many of these fruits of the Spirit that we can bear each day. The next part I want to talk about is the parable of the kingdom of God being like a mustard seed. I didn't really understand this at first, but I looked on an article on JesusFilm.org, and it says that the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed because Jesus was sent for the Jewish people 
But when he got there, the seeds that he was planting extended further out to even the Gentiles and make a way for everybody in God's kingdom. In the same way, the mustard seed was very small when it was planted, but then grew into a huge tree that all the birds could perch in. So that's all the time I have for today. I hope that you guys enjoyed this chapter as much as I did. I hope everyone has a great day, and till next time!